0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's episode of Earth School where we're looking at the energy that is present and available to us from the 23rd to about the 29th of April. Um, So as always, thank you for joining us and we're going to be, and thank you BB as well for coming and joining us as always, we're going to be looking into sort of the qualities that I sort of see as being intangible. Almost they are words and phrases that we might use a lot, but we might not often really get a full sense of what they mean to be embodied or brought into form or to be anchored within our being. So we thought because of the energies that are sort of playing out, Um, at this time that it could be nice to dive into that to give you more sort of access points to them to see how to ground them within yourself to see how to even play with them if you're used to maybe thinking of it a certain way um, reaching across and sort of and bring it across in a different way or learn to explore with it as well like um, we also see that there's these choice points that are coming in so we want to give you some resources too that will help you to really use the space that is being presented to us um, so that the more sort of we have not even information but I suppose stuff digested in our own being and then we have An opportunity to pause and look at all the directions that are in front of us, to look at the crossroads, and really feel into the energy of each maybe choice, and really feeling and trusting our instincts, our bodies, our intuition, or however we work with those more subtle realms, so that when we can step confidently into the next step, like, and then as always, we can always adjust. But at least you know, yeah, this feels the most aligned and most needed at this time for yourself or for ourselves so I am going to welcome my dear friend Bibi as always it's always great to share this podcast with her and maybe I'd love for you just to stay, bounce off that there and see where it takes you. Mm, yeah so
1: the the first thing sort of that came to mind when you were saying like and taking small steps i think that's sort of for me a really key ingredient in working with these energies towards the end of the month um how are we grounding things down but sometimes i think we can make it almost a bit too difficult for ourselves by only wanting to ground on the final product it's like i have an idea but i need to really refine it refine it before i start embodying it or you know grounding it in so I think giving ourselves the freedom to to play and try and and sort of see as we're planting something in if that feels right and then we can always adjust so I think like the small steps that's sort of the first thing that I feel like comes to mind the other thing that you um, spoke about and that we can see in the skies is this connection in terms of our awareness between different aspects in our awareness so the very tangible sort of what are my needs what are my priorities what is it that I value and then on the other hand these qualities that are a little less tangible um, sort of these questions around authenticity you know on a a, when I zoom out on a a higher vibration and a bigger scope of things who am I what's important to me and on that level, you know, um, what feels authentic to me, and so these energies are, are playing, and we see it in the skies, in terms of the planets, we call them the outer planets, versus the personal planets, um, we have Venus as a personal planet, connecting to Uranus as an outer planet, so you know, there is, there is a, I feel like an invitation to make To start making those connections for ourselves individually not the way maybe somebody else does it or not even thinking of oh i need to what does that mean for someone else let me go and read it up somewhere but sort of how do i personally relate to those concepts so i think as as like when we start to hone into that and i'm sure like we go into a little bit more depth now what it exactly means those qualities but i think taking small steps Mm -hmm. and then the other one is like starting to connect those parts that you can relate easily to and then those parts that you might just have a faint idea um, or maybe by knowing what's not you, mm-hmm. kind of you hone in on what's authentically you to let those aspects within you have a conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a random story, but I was watching um, out the backyard, I've been watching a fox hunt and there's like three cats that roam around watching them hunt. And it's really interesting just watching them stalk in a sense, that way, like the slowness, the steadiness, the small movements, like, you know, like, because in my head, you know, like if you watch like nature programs, it's nearly like you get the bit of the stalking, but it's nearly always showing the big end charge at the end, like, and that, and like the fox did pounce at the end, like, but for ages it just moved. In its little trajectory throughout the field, watching, listening, taking everything in, adjusting, lying down low if it needed to hide for a little while before coming back up to move again. Like, and it was the same with the little cats, like they were just hiding, sitting, nearly, really gently stepping, and stepping, and, and then literally it flew across the field. I didn't realise a cat could go that fast. It flew across the field. But it was really interesting to, to watch like that slowness of movement, but taking in everything around and adjusting to that there. And and for me, that isn't about us, you know, adjusting to being my friend says, oh, no, I don't think that's a good idea or I don't think that's possible or sure, we're going to be in a recession or, you know, any of the fear stories that could be flying around, like but us and really listening to the own system of going, OK, actually, this is a time to, you know, research or this is a time to prepare, like, cause the preparing is as important as the actual action part. Like, do you know, like, just Mm -hmm. like when you're out in the garden and out there, like a client was saying, like, you know, they're preparing their soil at the minute to take the seeds, like, and that's Mm -hmm. as important. Like, so it can be really, to me, it's that really noticing what feels, what do I feel I need at this moment? do you know, like versus what my brain says well the next step but per the 10 step plan is that you're meant to be here by now but you're going but no I really feel it's like I, I just feel I need to learn this little part or research this here or just play with this or I do need to put it out and then adjust it as I go mm-hmm. but it's that sort of like yeah yeah listen it
1: feels like a like an inner stimuli right rather than external trigger and I think there there are times when it's very potent to sort of you know, hit the ball back into the environment, whatever came your way. And then there are times when we are asked to unlink maybe from that reactivity to our environment um, and start to connect to sort of th- the, yeah, the inner world, right? So it's, it's almost in a, in, a, in a way, how would I create in a vacuum? You know, even just playing that game of our moment is like or you know, we, we see it in like a lot of self-help books, you know, this idea of what would I want if there was no failure? You know, it's a different way of saying saying the same things, but like if if you just for a moment pause the environment and you know, and whilst that that influence is always real, but if we always only create from how we perceive the environment to be and what's possible in our perception in that particular environment we kind of keep bouncing against that boundary regardless how hard we push and that's exhausting. And so we are in times where, you know, we are supported in maybe doing the practices that allow us to become less reactive to environment, to draw more inwards and go, okay, if there was no failure, if there was for a moment, you know, if in a business sense, let's just not think about the customer, Let's think about what is it that I actually want to create as a business person, for example. Or, you know, in in an environment where we hold our our family as like, okay, what's possible to do at the moment with the family? And then versus like, what is it that my family right now, what is that we want that we really, you know, what kind of quality time do we want with one another? And how can we create that and then look outwards and finding the little possibilities that creep up? So... It's it's a slightly different, and 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 I think it's really important here to say as well that not one is better than the other, but just different times require for something differently. And I think we also, when we look at the progression of time, you know how no moment exists in isolation in mm. that way, and so the energy is now built on the energies from a couple of weeks ago. So we had this very strong areas sort of Im- input, you know, which is very much like what's my inspiration? Where do I want to go? You know, these these sort of of insights that are almost coming in that can be beautiful and it sometimes can also be really like yeah but I can't Mm because I'm not allowed to leave my house um sort of think of that connection and something landed in that time and what is it that is still you know that that was fire and we bring it into the earth aspect now so what of those insights or these ideas has kind of maybe lit sort of a bigger fire inside that's still sort of brewing and then spending a little bit of time with that I think that's sort of very much
0: such the energies where where they sort of want to guide us to mm-hmm. um so chatting about that sort of the fire that is sparked in the heart or the the inspiration that lands and then even taking that idea like you know that, that a lot of that you know she said like sort of the inner part so it's like I'm not thinking about how it could be received at that moment in time like that way like it's more about you know if this is something that is you know if I could only leave one thing in this world what what would that be like you know and am I willing maybe you know to not do that there just because I'm, I'm wondering oh, I don't think it's ready or I don't think people will receive it or I don't think they'll get it yet. You know, because if we, and also because if we only allow sort of our inspiration or creativity to be informed by what has been done before or by what we see currently, then we're missing that sort of leap into a different way of doing things like our different way of expressing ourselves or a different way of communicating with people, a different way of just showing up in, in ourselves in our own worlds around us, never mind professionally or anything. like so it's like allowing ourselves, to nearly like close the door and all those other places where we peek through into other people's curtains in a sense and go what, what, what are they all doing and I sh- maybe I should try and do it that way because that looks like it's working and really it's like it's a really hard part because it's, it's like really learn to trust yourself and to trust the little nudges and the little insights and the little thing that knocks on your door every night sort of thing like or you know during the daytime or has been visiting you maybe for about 10 years possibly and you keep going on, no, not yet, not yet. Do you know, like, or oh, oh, that's not for me? I'll move on soon enough because I don't think I can do that, or I'm not good enough, or I'm worried about getting criticised for it, or more putting my head out a little bit further out beyond the door. Like, so it's a, a to me, it's like really that aspect of trust, like of leaning into right if that's coming to visit me, or if some part of me keeps coming back to it, then it's looking for an outlet of some form, like. And trust is so easy to talk about and not so easy to do sometimes. <laughs> as I know from teaching energy work <laughs> you know because you're learning mm-hmm. to trust it as well. like mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well m- maybe just to to circle back to to that very point. So when we talk about trust, are there sort of things that come into your mind that are you like in terms of like how to build trust? Do you know, we might read with how to build trust with, with other people, but how do we, how do we trust ourselves? And how do we trust that inspiration that comes through us? Because to me, this mm-hmm. conversation that we're having here is so closely connected to creativity, right? It's like, there is this, we can see it. It's like people are longing for creativity. You can hear it in people's voices. There's like a real shift that more and more people starting to, you know, breaking through this idea of, what else could creativity? Creativity doesn't always need to mean art mm-hmm. or, you know, high art. <clears throat> but I think so much about creativity for me is about trusting that initial spark, right? Because y- you have to, in order to to produce some sort of creativity, you have to be connected to that inner spark of what comes through more so than what everyone else is doing. And then... The, the, the fact as well that what you're bringing out doesn't have to be better or, or less worth than anyone else that it's literally it's like it's not a hierarchical game you know it's a, this idea you know there's this sense like I'm not here to compete I'm here to create and so I think we're, we're in a very potent time of that so, so just out of your experience what are sort of a couple of maybe simple things that people could do or could relate to in order to to trust
0: that that what comes in or trust themselves I think you have to be willing To play with and and in a sense to use the word get it wrong even though it's not wrong or to fail is the word we use but it's not like we've got to be willing to try like you know just that let's just you know i get that inspiration or i get that idea or i decide i want to try and make something or write something or do anything that i haven't done before like i've got to be willing to go I am willing to be the child sitting on the tricycle and not even being able to be on the tricycle with the extra 10 wheels attached possibly. I'm willing to be rusty again. Do you know because to me some of those parts that we're awakening up and wanting to express like a lot of people I hear I'll, they go but I haven't done this since I was young and when we're young we're so much carefree like every painting's a bloody masterpiece like everything you know every flower you pick or every stone you lift up my little niece goes it's treasure do you know everything's alive like and as we get older we possibly lose some of that or we go well if I'm going to put my time into this this Mm -hmm. has to be worth something or else it's worth it just because you're in that space and a part of you wants to be with that there like your part of you wants to create with what whether it's your writing, your cooking with your ch- children, whatever it is, like a part of you wants, because there's something in it for you in a sense, but we're not doing it because of that, but we receive from it. Like, whether it's just we get a quieter mind if we're cooking or baking or if we're knitting or something, or if we're writing, we just get that free flow of just allowing it out, the, the brain dump in a sense initially. like. But we allow ourselves that that clumsy part, which can go on for a long time because we're always going to be learning new skills when we're, so much more creative like we're never going to pick up something straight away even if we were brilliant at it when we were little and now as adults step back into what I was because it's just not but there's a dormant quality that is looking to be awakened is what I see it as and it's the honouring of that That uh, so it's, it's like the, to me the honouring of that part that is looking to be awakened and to be just played with and be curious about and to sit with is that it will awaken other parts So we're not even going well I'm definitely because I feel like I I feel that creatively now and it's asked me to go back to I used to whatever press flowers when I was little so I'm going to go back to that because I think there must be something in that but I'm doing that because I'll be entered into a completely different space than I possibly am at other times in my day and then I may see over time what that space actually gives to me like because I think a lot of the stuff that's sort of waking up within us too Is that it's older, like, you know, as it's probably from things our ancestors did. So it's like, there's just energy in a sense and speaking through through it to us, like. And I know that from experience and picking up things I haven't done for decades myself, like. And it's just, I do it because it's in that space I feel really peaceful, like. Mm. I don't do it for any other, and I don't even really do it for that. I just do it because I like it. So that would be to me that's that's the main thing with trust is that I'm willing to play with it and and let go of sort of what I think it should look like or the you know, like the crack marks. I should be able to tick this after after day one and day two for because of those things that are intangible. Like when I teach Reiki, it's like the biggest part is teaching people to trust what they're feeling. And that's a massive gap when our brain's like, Yeah, but I need to know what this means this minute. And I need to know oh, what is it trying to say to me, and I need to know how can I get rid of it. Do you mm-hmm. know? Like, and I'm like, let's just stay with the feeling of all of that. What is arising, like, because that's what's in the way, like. But it's through practice yeah. that we gain trust.
1: Yeah, I think there is. For me, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a collective like an unhooking from the collective way of doing things as well involved mm-hmm. to some extent um I think when, when I think of all the times when I felt like really connected to and really trusted where was coming through I was not on any of the socials mm. and and checked what somebody else was doing right and I was also not comparing it or putting the pressure on it will this be a new business venture for me mm. you know because when you really look at children when that's creativity sparks you know there might be I don't know with crayons on paper and all of a sudden they jump up and and dance through the house you know it can be literally that sporadic and they're, they're just going with it and that dance is not necessarily there to be videotaped to put out and then to to attract more followers you know I think a lot of the, the structures we've put down, they can very easily damp our mm. creativity. They can also open us up and expo- expose us to a lot of inspiration if we're present when that's happening. But if we're browsing, and especially I think if we're doing this in times when we're a little tired or if a little bit exhausted, we can not notice how in the back of our mind we're constantly comparing. And so I think one of the practices would be when when you're doing something just notice and label it when and if you're putting the pressure on that This something mm. has to be something that this has to give you status it this has to give you a business or this has to give you income so it's completely that sense of creativity and outpouring completely unhock it from sort of the mundane mm. world and let like you know paying the mortgage come from a different place just within you you know where just for a while uh the more i feel like we can get used to connecting to that other part that will naturally then enhance and support you know, the financial Mm. side and the practical side as well. But just as we're getting sort of that trust back and I think the other aspect and also is the comparison every time you feel like you create and your brain goes straight into this, this isn't good enough. Think about like what in your mind are you comparing it to? Like you said, there's a pre-existing image or there's a pre-existing that somebody else already Mm. created. And, and that sort of kills the creativity, that crea- kills that spark. Because as that spark is kissing you, we're, we're we're not even in connection with that. We're right away looking what somebody else put out there and assume that that's the same impetus, right? The same spark. And I think so much about this time really now is where we can use maybe the isolation in, in a different way as to, to notice when we're going, you know, online to search for community and connection and then maybe do this more consciously and actually literally go on like okay I just what is the best way or not this like leave that beside but just notice that's why I'm going online but then consciously unhook from all of that and just have maybe some a little bit of alone time as well and you know and and just allow yourself to to play for some of us it will be physical movement for some of us it will be something pulling out you know maybe colors and and drawing and painting or knitting um but also i think where that comes in it's not about what we create but to me even that when we talk about authenticity and that spark that lands that sense of authentic expression from the heart it's actually like it's how we do all of life So I think, like, even if we think of that, all of our life is our artistic expression or is our creative expression. So we think of that. So maybe there was a a really clever way you managed to cook, you know, dinner and lunch at the same time, (laughs) you know, and just bring value and not just gonna go straight out and go, who else does a better lunch and a better, you know pre-cook for the week or whatever but just like hone that or there might be like something your husband is thanking you for and you're like oh my god I never actually saw It's like well I, I I created that relationship I created you know um these things in my life and I think um that's sort of the invitation isn't it to see to see what we've already created you know in in terms of the the most pragmatic mm-hmm. things in our life as well even just like the flower arrangements around your house or how you I don't know how you organize your wardrobe it can be something super mm. super simple but giving giving power to that means over time you start to trust your impetus you know you don't question when when you when you go trousers to the left and tops to the right if that's working for you it's like oh okay and then you just go like do you know what guys like let's all sit around the table the dinner table in a different way and like that seems to work you go like okay I don't know where that idea came from but it mm. seems to kind of regenerate a different energy around the family dynamics you know and so you can start playing with it And I think in in these small bits where you go okay there, there's something coming down and through me that doesn't make me better than another person but I'm
0: honoring that mm, because in those little spaces too there's um in a sense there's no cost to them like do you know like mm-hmm. because they're just within my own environment like so it's not like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm putting myself you know some like out there in a sense, like, or there's some other thing attached, there's nothing attached to it. Like, do you know, like if I'm cooking, I'm cooking, if I'm sitting at the table with my family, I'm sitting at the table with my family, but I can explore in those spaces how how am I showing up in those places? What makes it feel sort of easeful or fun or playful or whatever? What is that energy that is available in that space? Do you know, like, and then can I bring that to those other places where I feel. I want to express that creativity but as soon as I try and do it I feel like the door's just shut and my head goes okay well now you know so and so does it this way or this is how you're meant to do it and this is supposedly the correct way to do this here that you can be in that energy and see how that impacts you then and play with that even for a time before even trying to do anything like but just sort of you're taking like the energy from one place one state and moving it to another like and just sort of seeing, can I shift my state, my energy, doing those things where I feel automatically sort of the criticisms or all those inner voices or I'm looking at other people going, oh, they sound so much more beautiful or, oh, they speak so much better or they do whatever, 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 that I can come back to myself. Like, mm. and then mm. from that place, see, like.
1: Because mm, I think when when you're in yourself, what's required is presence, mm. like being fully being fully here and you know if we if we're really honest to ourselves how often are we not at home are we not present so even if inspiration was to come through would we even notice it or how loud would it have to be to really attract our attention back from where our attention has gone and our presence has gone mm-hmm. so i think so much about trusting this what's coming through has to do with a, a certain willingness or remembering to come back home and i think again we can contemplate that but then how is it rolling out so you know meditations are beautiful and and these practices because they allow you to experience how does it feel when you're present but then you might need little reminders so whether it's a sticky note on your mirror or whether you set an alarm in your phone um or whether around the family like you you know for this week or this day one person in your family is like is the chief reminder of everyone it's like hey come and every you know we can do this playfully as well um to come back mm-hmm. home like okay i'm actually i you know I notice when things coming through I'm I'm receptive to that
0: yeah Mm. so it's like the where am I most of the day
1: (laughs) yeah and it really feels it feels like it's such an anchoring Mm. point at the moment it it feels like it's a it's a practice ground but it's a practice ground for it lays a foundation for I think future development Mm. of us so if we're talking about how do I want to creatively you know design my life or what would how does it feel to be authentically me? You know, all those those bigger concepts in order to go there, I think. Like, this is yeah. what we're doing now. So it's like, coming back to what we said at the beginning, it's the small steps. Yeah. It's the small steps and doing them more often so that we remember more frequently and we don't forget as often. And as a result, we know, that it's not necessarily more comes through, but we, we notice
0: what comes through. And then we can give that yeah. weight. And yeah. yeah, it's like, well, it's like, where our attention goes is where our energy goes. Like where sort of my focus is, yeah. where is where my energy and my capacity 100%. is. Like, mm-hmm. so if it's in, in somebody else's world, then I'm not available for my own my my own journey. Like that way, that I'm only maybe half available or a little part available. But it's like my m- part of my body is hanging off in somebody else's Instagram page, possibly all the time, or inspiration or whatever it is. Like you know like so it's like when I'm here this is where I get to actually see what's mm-hmm. going on here right in front of me like and mm-hmm. and then like, like the little blinkers are on not to close off the world but us and sometimes we need to put them down and go I'm only looking at my own world at the minute like mm-hmm. because when I pull them up there's just too much noise possibly and there's nothing that destroys the creative process more than too much noise sometimes like unless you're somebody who thrives off noise I just don't that way like so it has to be blinkers down like but you're chatting about that little spark as well like and it's I think it's a really beautiful thing to remember that each of us have like every little spark that arrives we have a spark full stop like but there's little sparks then that arrive to sort of ignite the other little one like for moving forward with but that if I'm trying to express somebody else's spark that probably won't really fulfill me either like and it won't feed me and energize me possibly it will make me more than likely more tired more drained even harder on myself because I'll be like well this isn't working like why is this not working it's working over there for those 12 other people or this is what my mentor said it's meant to work like rather than going really like going it's not working because it doesn't work for me, possibly. Mm. Do you know, like if I've tried it all and it really doesn't sit well in my whole system, we have the right to go, it just doesn't work for me. Mm. You know, like, so then how is my expression looking to come out? And I think too sometimes we have to squash a lot of those 10-step plan ways of doing things or thinking that, you know, to be successful, I have to have 10,000 followers. I have to be on social media even, like. I know plenty of people who are not on it and have beautiful, thriving lives and businesses. <laughs> do you know, like, but we we all feed into it. you have to be on it or you're going to lose out, like, do you know, like, and you have to have the seven figures or the six figures but it's like, but is that what everybody wants? You know, so we have the right to choose our definition. But it's funny
1: to, yeah, yeah it's funny to say that because I literally, someone came up in my feed, you know, the way these sponsorships come up and it's like, you know, create a seven figure business and I'm like, like who actually wants a seven figure business? Like, you know, this idea that for a lot of us, if you were just a double <laughs> like, you know, it's like what are you gonna do with that? You know, and it's this this idea that um you know, like how do you actually like we start sort of sometimes I feel like with the wrong side first you know, we kind of go I need the seven figures and then I figure out what I actually want to do whereas this is like this is the time really right now where we're invited in. It's like, what's your most Uranus and the sun, uh, and Venus is like, what's your most authentic heart expression? Like really, not cutting yourself short in any way but what is your heart longing for? Like on, on the practical, pragmatic side but also in a really deep, soulful, juicy way. It's like, how do you want to live? And what are you really here to bring into this world? And then what are the research you need Mm
0: -hmm.
1: of which money is one of them and it is an important one but also there are other resources right the support of your friends the, the skills that you have and so on and so on but you might find that usually we're drawn to these big figures if we're not actually clear on what we what we actually want because it's like okay i figure i don't really know what i want but if i have seven figures in my account surely i could create a life that i really love but the problem is still that you're not connected to what you actually want in life and so although it's sometimes maybe inviting and tasting uh, tasty to maybe go there this energy right now is is really one of i mean we are in fixed earth astrologically speaking that's the earth element with like what you said with the blinkers on it's like this is my space my grounding my physicality my life this is my needs these are my needs my priorities, on a on a very physical and also on a higher level like independent from everyone else around and then that the beauty of it is when we look through the lens of astrology it's like we don't get stuck there because that would go very quickly into me mine and so on right but we need to kind of have a certain anchoring what is it that that your heart really longs for and then we go into the mutability she's like okay how do we make that happen all of us together in exchange right but there is also an element that with uranus there with with the heart it feels like in this earth there's like uranus brings brings surprises but it also brings like this quick understanding but it's also quality of Earthquake shaking, breaking something up that sort of so to me, I don't know how you feel about that energy also has I mean the Venus coming around like it's literally just for you know do you want to even get a week or two before, week or two afterwards, but it's it's the starting of this energy for another year. Um I think we gave the dates last podcast mm-hmm. when how those cycles were so if you wanna check that go into the uh, last episode um that we recorded. But there is something about around this time where do the shackles fall off or what are the environments that sort of break the armor that maybe our heart had held around it for such a long time where we maybe didn't dare to dream or where we didn't allow ourselves for our heart to be actually that full where we felt like this this is mine and this is as much as i deserve so there's always a question of you know, these qualities of worthiness and deserving and where they're coming in and are they really, is there maybe time for to waken things up? So sometimes that can happen purely internally. And sometimes that can be stimulated by maybe a conversation you have with a friend or something that you read in the papers or, you know, just like the, the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing. Something random comes into your awareness and you're like, oh, oh my God, like now I'm seeing how hell tight I held around like the heart space physically and symbolically you know so just to be open I suppose um and I don't know where you with with working with those energies like sometimes I feel like we can't see all that's available to us from our perspective so in a way I personally like to set the intention to use especially when the uranus quality comes in As like may I be shown what I don't see. May I be shown the potential that lies there that I can't possibly perceive right now. May I be maybe shown how that feels. So then I can
0: remember and then from that place I can create. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um for me it's like also it's like let things be turned on their head almost. Yeah. Not you know, like Mm -hmm. almost if I was to turn myself upside down, how would I see these things like? Um and it's like the you know like you're about sort of the, the heart's value like and the craving of freedom authenticity expression of self and and of the world like of wanting to for so many people wanting to express themselves whatever form that might be in you know in their work or in their lives and all like but to do that there then we have to meet the parts that are in, in the way like and sometimes we need to look at them very differently like if they're coming up from the shadow side like but it's like, it's that what's really important to me. Like, do you know, like if I. It's like, so the sort of the, sort of what's come to my mind is like, so what's really important to me, because if I look over this last year and the space most of us have been living in, we, we will have got to know possibly what's really important. To us. we've said this before, like, but am I willing to sacrifice that again mm. when we start, when the world starts turning at a different rate? Whatever that rate will be, we do not know yet, like, but I'm at what, like, will I open the door, run out and forget everything or can, how can I carry this with me? Because if I'm saying it's really important for me, do you know, like if it's, because for some people it's really important to have that seven figure business because they want to give back so much and they want to invest mm-hmm. and, you know, support other entrepreneurs or whatever it might be like, you know, but they know why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know like and I 100%. think that's the thing it's to know why like you know because if I want a simple quiet life and maybe to be you know loving in the middle of nowhere then I might need to you know go and I and I, and want to be self-sustainable or whatever my vision is I might realize I don't need seven figures to live that life possibly do you know like mm. and like maybe because my account say background like one of the questions I always ask people is like you know how much do you actually need to live on like And and then start with where you're at, like what you need to live for now. If you're starting your business, like, but then like you know with your your vision to create that vision, what and don't think you're going to be able to do that by yourself. Like you know, like what what do you need to live on then? Like you know, what is that that monetary amount just to say money? Like you know that will allow me to bring that through. Like because again we might realize, oh my god, actually I thought that I needed X Y Z and. I actually don't Do you know so to me it sort of lands it down from oh god scary things to this is what I need to have a really fulfilling relationship you know to maybe get to travel and see my family if I live in a different country to live in a part of the world maybe I wish to live in to have a like a house a simple house, a self sustainable house whatever kind of house does not matter or not to have a house to rent like or whatever it is like do you know, like, but you get to start dreaming the whole aspect of it, like, mm. rather than just mm. sometimes we just aim for a figure because it sounds really beautiful, like, and then we're like, oh, but actually, you know, what, and also what will it cost me to get that, like, if I don't actually mm. fully need it, like, do you know, like, so sometimes I think it's really nice to stand back and go, what's really important to me in my life as a whole? Yes. And then what am I willing not to let go off, like, mm-hmm. do you know, because sometimes we will sacrifice those things that are really important to us for something that when we get there we realise it becomes the prison that we then live in like and we don't get to go out to nature maybe we don't get to travel and see our family and friends, we don't maybe get to sit and watch Netflix in the evening maybe we maybe don't get to go to our children's little classes or whatever it is like, you know because then we've created this big prison that we're, and we're in there trying to turn all the cogs like
1: Mm. yeah i think you brought up the really interesting um aspect like if we're feeling resistance towards towards that it can be for different reasons Mm -hmm. it can be for issues that we go like okay there's some something involved around the whole worthiness and money thing that needs addressing but there can also be sometimes a resistance as in like it's the the opposite of magnetization right it's like That's, that's, I don't need that. I actually deep down don't want that. I just want that because someone has it and it seems like maybe I'd like their life. They seem to not have my problems. So I go, I guess I, you know, a lot of it is by exclusion. I was like, I'm not quite sure what Mm -hmm. I want, but I know I don't want those worries. Having the six figure or seven figure business seems to not have those worries. So I want that life, hence that, you know, but we don't know it all. so. But the other aspect, I feel, is also this is a time to um, break free of the shackles of maybe of shame, of guilt. If you do want more, Mm. you know, that that's the that's the other part. It's like, you know, if you have chats with your friends, you actually see that you you most likely all want something completely different. You know, I have like chats with friends and like even if they had all the money in the world they would never want to live anywhere else where they're actually already living they they literally mm-hmm. want an extension and a little bit more money because they'd like to eat healthier with their kids and just not have that worry at the end of every month you know and then I have friends they go like literally now like I literally want to live in three places all over the world at the same time and rotate around and so th- th- there are different costs involved for that and so if you you know I think there is There is shame around both ways, Mm -hmm. like especially around, and we talk about money as well, because Venus is like, is the the Mm -hmm. energy is connected and on a physical level to money amongst other things, like a resourcefulness, right? So there is a an invitation with Uranus to look at this in a different way. To go, where do I feel shame because I want more, or where do I feel shame because I feel I don't have enough? I think there is so there's so many shameful vibrations attached to money, and Mm -hmm. I think at this time will be also. Like an invitation to actually look at them, which you know, which are the ones that sort of affecting you and start to dig around there a little bit and go, where do they come from? How have they served me this far? And is this like something that I wanna that stabilizes me, that I wanna bring on further? And if not, how do I, you know, say in a very friendly and gracious, but also very uh resolute way? No, thank you very much until here, and not not any any further. Um But to come to to that conclusion, not by looking externally, but from a deeply internal place, I think that's the invitation, right? It keeps coming back
0: to the internal place at the moment. Mm -hmm. So it's inviting people to explore where they are on that trajectory then, like. Because as you said, like, it's like we all it's always both sides like we're never just you know there'll be parts of us going oh I'm not good enough but then it's like oh I can't want more than what I already have and they'll sort of nearly even be interlaced in some ways like and from that space of creating sort of what what you feel is coming through you or wants what wants to be expressed through you for a lot of people that will always not always that can sometimes feel like it's too much it's too big mm. you know like oh I can't I can't hold that I can't bring that through so I'll just take a little corner off, and that should that be enough? you know, like, so it's actually allowing ourselves to hold a greater capacity, energetically, nearly even like or physically, mentally, emotionally. You know, but to me, it's like sort of the energy of whatever it is, like allowing myself to hold that capacity, that fastness and then see how it wants to express itself. Like, mm-hmm. because for a lot of people who I, like when I chat to it's like, oh, like it's just it seems like too big like you know and like I don't I don't know if I'm the one like really to bring that through at this moment in time like um or it's a little different from what I usually do or you know whatever it might be like or it's asking me to you know do this here so it's like allowing that playfulness like or to free yourself up from the way that we've done things previously you know like because it has to be that allowing ourselves to liberate ourselves from those shackles like you know, like we can wait for others to do it, but sometimes we've got to, you know, as an all healing, only we can do it ourselves. Other people can reflect, hold that space and walk alongside us so deeply. Like, but we've got to be the ones, okay, actually, yeah, I've been holding myself back. And, I, and as always, for some reason, that's perfect. Okay, let's see if I can, what does it take? What What do I need to mm. allow myself to begin to Just find that little key. Not even find the key. Just I have the key already. I just don't want to use it. You know, put the little key in and start freeing myself up in some way.
1: Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited for, 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 for all of that that's sort of unfolding because I feel like it's really a on a grander scale an invitation. There, there's a leveling of the the playing field, right? Like, there's really an invitation to what you on an individual level want and need and long for and envision has the same right and the same need to be here as maybe a big company or somebody with more followers or somebody who's a little louder and there's no there's no judgment to mm-hmm. that either because it's like it's we don't want to flip it the other way around and kind of go into the other polarity right yeah. but it's like we're I think we're collectively learning collectively but through an individual experience learning that our sort of our own inherent needs and value system has value and has value to the collective not because we're like everybody else but because our needs and our dreams are uniquely mm. to us and not better or worse than but just that and i think the reason why i'm getting excited is because i always when i'm looking at at, at any human i'm always like you know excited by the potential they hold and their quirkiness that they bring into life you know I love having conversations with people who look at life in a different way you know because to me that's refreshing doesn't mean I have to live life in their way but to me it's like you know it's like I don't know after you know when you're really thirsty sometimes sparkling water is exactly what you need um it just brings in that little bit of like oh that's that's a different way of doing it you know and I think it also plays into into sort of the people you have around you I think it sells an invitation to maybe bring in people if you feel so inclined that how people hold a whole different perspective or do life a little bit differently um you know I just think like just having friends that live life exactly the way I do as comforting as that is at some part but it's also quite boring right Because it's like, are we all doing the same thing? like, Whereas, you know, I love when when people do a U-turn or when they get into business or out of business or, you know, all of a sudden decide, like, last minute, hang Mm -hmm. on, I mean, I do want to have children or, like, I actually don't want to have children. I want to live here or there. Do you know what? Like, I all of a sudden, like, really find the time. I'm just happy with the job I have, but I negotiated for less hours and I'm going to, like, totally dedicate my, like, thing now to photography. Or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many different ways. But what I always see in humans is, like, it's not necessarily what they do, but the way each and every one of us lives our life. There's a certain vibration we bring into the collective. And I feel collectively we're like breaking the shackles, those of 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 the stagnant sort of systems mm-hmm. and, and procedures and ways we've been doing life, right? Where we go, if there is a certain way I wanna live life, like now is really the time to connect to that to that urge. And then also I think it's really important with the work that we're doing in ourselves to also support that in others you know I mean by just being open and rather than shutting someone down you know if somebody has an idea of a business or you know they want to you know educate their children in a different way how quickly are people like that shut down by going oh that's stupid like that's never going to work and I think a statement like that says more about the person who speaks than actually about the visionary in that way so I think creating collectively a nicer uh and more I suppose creative where an environment that supports creativity is by having, because Mercury sits in all of this as well. You know, Mercury, if you think of your your Mm. throat chakra, if you think of how you communicate, how you process, was right in there. So it's like how we communicate to ourselves internally, but also to the people around us is so important right now when it comes to voicing our truth. You know, we're all taking these baby steps. And so instead of, you know, tearing each other down because we haven't figured out the exact plan, how can we support each other? in taking those baby steps in really different
0: ways you know um to me this widens the whole scope of everything so it's like going into you know like and open there the you know in the cinemas they have i don't know what you call them all the sweeties like you know all the pick a mix Uh all it's like going from just having you know the wee teeth ones you i don't know you know the wee teeth sweet you used to get in your little like and that's the only choice you have to a whole range of pick a mix like Because when you see so many people doing so many different things, it actually makes you more willing to try something yourself as well. I know, do you know? Like, so it's this thing of oh, and it is sometimes that we need to sort of sit with those or learn from those who already express that quirkiness and that aspect of themselves so freely, not to do what they do, but to be in that energy and allow it nearly to be infectious in your own being, like to then inspire you to run with your version of that energy that runs through you that way like versus going to do this course because then I'm going to take that course but change it a little bit and then something very similar to that will come out through me like do you know like, so it's like I really want to learn from that person because I love xyz about them their creativity their freedom or the way they express themselves or I have no idea I just like I just like the energy of them But then through being in that space, allowing it to inform me then of what actually is coming alive in me, in that place, like, and then can I let that come out through me and in my life and in my day to day and my work or in my expression of self, like, because it's just sort of sparking up something within yourself is what I always think, like, but sometimes what happens is that people then go, well, now I'm going to try and make myself like Mary, like, versus going, no, no, I'm still me. But now there's like a different, a different aspect of myself that's been awakened, and now I'm going to tend to that, and see does it need to be expressed in any way, or maybe it's just for me. Do you want for me in my own inner world and in my home, and it doesn't need to be, outside in work or anything else, like, Mm. you know, because it's like looking at like if I look at websites, like, you know, what I love when is when I find a website, I'm like, oh, that person just, I'm really feeling them, like do you know like I'm, a, like I'm just like that's an expression of somebody there on a screen like and I love that there and when I mm-hmm. see all websites like the same, I'm just like oh my god no please please show me yourself it's sort of what comes to me like you know because I just love designing and things and colour and all that there like I'm like oh do you know like because if that's the first place I see you I'm really like oh, where are you <laughs> do you know so I think it's really nice like because it's our own unique splash of colour that we're letting ourselves put out. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love that because, um, like, we had those chat about websites beforehand. I hear it. I hear it in in people's in the tone of their voice, and and the words they use. And so for me, whether it's like what they write in social media or if they're on a podcast or, you know, even just having a cup a friend a conversation over, cup, you know, cup, there is like. Uh, you can hear the energy I, I tap into that energy via via that sort of mm-hmm. medium so it's, it's really interesting are we saying that right because we're all conne- but what we're both connecting into is is the energy of expression mm-hmm. so it's again it's not so much about that you you know this is the time think really what you want and then make it big it's that's like way too i feel like way too effortsome for the energies that are that are there and um to me there is this this just this uranus the wakening up quickening energy yes it calls for authenticity but i think i don't know what image you have but sometimes authenticity we can almost think like to the core of things and we can almost have that and, and that's also um true but i don't think that's the only expression because sometimes to the core we can almost think of a it's like thin and detailed right at the core of it to me uranus is also like really expansive Uh, like it gives us access to an aspect of ourselves that we maybe haven't been connected to in a way you know whether that is like a particular expression of ourselves that we all of a sudden do start to sing again and you're like oh I like haven't connected to my voice in that way in a long time or whether it's actually you keep doing exactly what you're doing but because you're connecting now to a more subtler frequency of yourself the vibration that runs through everything you're doing is different and so that that energetic blueprint in a way runs out. So we can go through this, keep doing exactly the same way we're doing. But when we're connected in, in that way into ourselves, it might feel lighter. It might just feel more, we all of a sudden stop looking elsewhere. You know, we're like, no, I'm actually, I'm happy. And we live in a culture where we don't practice that so much, right? We would almost miss that we've reached the finish line in a way. Like sometimes, you know, we're very good at goal setting and very good at like realizing we're not quite there and we don't realize that the goalpost is always what keeps moving. And so a lot of the times when I'm chatting to people when when it comes to money or it comes to business or there's a sense of like, no, actually, you know what? My, I, I enjoy what I'm doing. My bills are covered. There's a little bit of extra for training and you know, like just that there's a little bit of lightness in life. I feel I'm actually there but I feel there's this collective pressure that I either need more followers or more money or all of this. So I think it's also a time to, to connect in and free yourself from all of that stuff, you know, to really give value to like, no, this is, this is what I want right now. And if it changes next Mm -hmm. year, Venus will come around and make this connection again, not quite in this, Mm. in this exact capacity, but this is sort of like a, like a, maybe 12, 14 months sort of cycle that comes around and we have an opportunity to dig in deeper, more authenticity, closer to our heart's expression, you know. Um, But yeah, just I think sometimes it can be that. It can stay everything exactly the same on the physical plane. Nobody would almost notice when they just take stock Mm. of what you're doing, where you're working, how you're living your life. But somebody who can read in between the lines can sense that there's an aliveness now there and you can sense it too because all of a sudden it just feels great being in your skin and being in your mm-hmm. life. And to celebrate that too because we need that. Like, you know, whenever we kind of have arrived at one of those midpoint growths in our life, you know, like, it's like we just climbed a hill and it's like, wow, we're here. Like, we need people to really celebrate that and not run on to the next thing because it feeds into a collective perception of how does that feel when we actually celebrate when we actually arrived for a moment because otherwise we just keep running right and one does wonder
0: where to and why and then the question is how do I know I've arrived yeah so if I don't know and how do I know yeah so like if it's um, that comes back then to like you know what's important to me what I value what does to use the word success look like to me on mental emotional physical monetary spiritual whatever other topics you want to write it about like that way because then I, I and, and and it's whose measuring stick am I actually using like is it the one given to me by my parents by my ancestors by like my friends or whatever it is like do you know am I measuring my life up against somebody else's bloody stick like do you know like I'm 30 going well I should have two kids by now or whatever like who Says who and what bloody stick like? I'm in business like two years. I should be making this now. Like, why? What for? What are you going to do with it all? And you know, how will you know when's enough enough as well? Like sometimes, like, I was working with somebody recently, and they um just for healing work, like, and um probably for a period of a good few months, and they came in and went, "This is the last one." They go, "I feel content." You know, when somebody else would go, well, content's not that fucking exciting. Well, excuse my language, it's not that exciting. Like, do you know, like, or do you know, want more? Like, do you want more? There's more healing to do. We'll find more stuff. Like, and I was like, deadly, brilliant. They had never felt content in mm. their life. Like, do you know, like, so it's like yeah. w- w- content, satisfaction, success, happiness whatever it might be like what, what does it mean what does it look on the day-to-day like not the fairy tale maybe of what I've been programmed to believe it should look like but and then noticing maybe I'm already there but I'm not allowing myself to really sink into it like yeah. do you know like and then there can be the conflict of yeah but like I'm maybe not as doing as much or like you know I'm not working as much as I was last year or what's different compared to two years ago you know like maybe I should be doing more because like I'm happy and not God you know, but it's like allowing ourselves to go, I'm actually really happy in these places. Mm-hmm. And for now, maybe nothing needs to change in them. And then when something does, it will sure as hell make itself known. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this idea of like, you know, we say it, will oh, be the best version of yourself. But what oftentimes swings in that is be the best version of everybody. You know, because we never really define what is it that, that I want right now? What is it that I feel like I need right now you know we we, we, we don't really define that and yeah. so you know there, there's like so many people out there in the world like I'm if you take a small thing I'm sure somebody is better at whatever you're picking but also what's the harm in someone else being better than us you know like there's this like <laughs> random story mm-hmm. um we were in Ericeira in Portugal it's all surf town, which is partly uh, really modern and surfy, and in the other part is really still super traditional. Um, there was this guy fixing shoes. What's the English name for it? Like cobbler. Souls. No. Cobbler. Thank yeah. you. And he was like, literally, couldn't have gotten more <laughs> mysterious looking. It was like this old house, and he just had the windows open, and he could just see into his workshop, and then there were loads of shoes, and he was probably like 90 or beyond. But the way he was treating the shoes, it was just there was an ice cream shop beside it two doors down and we were in the queue (laughs) so it was a bit of time looking at him we were just fascinated because he was you could tell he was completely present he was in in that place right that we try to get so often to when we practice yoga and reiki and he was Mm. there was he the best Kabbalah in the world I don't know but he didn't look like he really cared (laughs) You know, and there is something about this modern world where we are so beautifully connected in one way, but we also start to measure ourselves against everyone, yeah. everywhere in the world. And what is wrong with being middle of the road, middle of the road compared to others? But maybe the middle of the road compared to others is exactly what you want. So it is the best version of yourself. So I think sometimes worlds blend blend mm-hmm. there a little bit because with all these billions of people on the planet like they're like, you know to pitch each other against each other is, is like the most ridiculous thing to do and it's also the most stifling thing to, to do to, for creativity yeah because you know now we're all in this war against and like every time you feel a restriction on the inside and a resentment towards yourself because you see someone out there that in your eyes is doing things better that person may as well look at you and go like oh my god that person so much better at that other thing, right? But because we're projecting that onto somebody else, there's something that dies within ourselves. And I think it plays into that trust into ourselves, that trusting that we're good enough, the trusting that we're at the right place at the right time. And so I think there is this part of social media and the way we're connecting where it's like, it, it can be a highly evolved tool, But what it requires is highly evolved, conscious people that know how to use this tool as an advantage, as a tool, rather than something like the stick that we beat ourselves over. And at the moment, currently, I'm seeing more of the stick variation expressing in people's lives. Um, But yeah, it's like, I just, that man, that cobbler in the window to me was just as like, he's been doing that. In that window, it looked like for, you know, probably... 70 years of his life. Hmm. And you know, and and just to just to see that and there is something that there's a lot of beauty maybe our generation has and younger generation has by having been connected all along but there's also something that we're sort of the cost of that when we don't do it consciously of always being connected because there will be always somebody that does something better but really for me the question is always like why do I need to be better? than someone else you know rather than you know better is this good bad polarity that yeah like I said that stifles creativity so can we just have this and that and that and that expression you know I think that's what excites me like I want to see all of our ideas how to live life because somebody out there is gonna come up with a way of I don't know working or a way Mm. of like treating their children like I have some of my friends like I'm in awe when I see them how they speak about their children like a couple of them have like really young children and uh, I said that to them I was like the the level of the parenting is just so incredibly high I don't have children but it still inspires me how I want to relate to other people Mm. so to me that's that's where i get excited about everyone you know i want to see people doing their life doing them also out of selfish reason because like, you know i like to see more creativity more expression out there it's, it's a funner life like imagine like even poets every poet writing the same words would be like boring like imagine everyone was a poet and nobody was an accountant also not helpful right so it's it's i think we're learning collectively to give value to who we are mm-hmm. and naturally the expression that comes out of us and I think the current time support that work within ourselves like I th- I feel like that's that's what needs our attention at the moment in our own life, but it will contribute to a massive collective shift mm-hmm. that I'm I know I keep saying it really excited about <laughs> it was just the pandemic getting me
0: <laughs> once 13 14 Here we are Just excited. Excited yeah. for what is to come Yeah.
1: So to close out, maybe um, I mean, we've touched on so much, right? Um, and we sort of sparkled a few ideas and thoughts, maybe how to work with it in, in, in that way. Um, is there something that you feel we haven't touched on or is there something that you feel like that is a really pragmatic way for people to to connect into um or work with um maybe in a ritualistic practice in something in an elevated form that can be very simple um around these these themes of you know authenticity or self-value trust um creativity maybe even Mm. yeah or maybe in a different way, asking the question, that's again, purely because I'd like to know, what do you generally do when you're in a phase of where you're doubting yourself? You know, so where we are not avoiding the doubt, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we don't stay stuck in that muckiness.
0: I'm a little bull I'll keep moving forward <laughs> not like in mm. badness but I'll t- I'll take a step into it like I'll play with it I'll be willing to trial and error I'll be willing to put something out in the world for it not to move anywhere because I know it's the next okay. step for it to just get the mo- the energy moving for me or to get mm-hmm. something moving within myself like um, other little things would be like taking the question out to nature like not really like taking it out to go walk with the question like And see sort of what inspires me in that moment. Not looking for an answer. You know like not going out I need to find the answer to this. But knowing that in the walking something I will receive something. Like whether it's an insight or just a shift within my own being. Um, To me that's also because I work best just through movement. Like just walking. Mm. I just sort of shift things in my own head. like, um, And then other times I just chat at Liam my other partner in crime so he, he does listen but I will just chat it out because sometimes I'm just too, too much in my own head and just by chatting it out I'll have answered my own what I need to do next or something like mm-hmm. for like for trust for authenticity for all those things that we're sort of chatting about like the releasing the letting go like it's to me it's like even If you think about like just taking pen and paper, like to think of creativity and this is not an art class, but taking a simple pen and paper and just writing down, like, you know, writing down the word authentic and then write down everything else that comes from that space for Mm -hmm. yourself. Like not the Oxford English dictionary definition of authenticity, but like authentically me. What does that Mm -hmm. look like? Do you know like asking just let words come out like it could be fun? laughter, movement, you know, whatever smiling happy, crying happily, do you know like whatever it might be like, but what does that sort of like a little brainstorm? But do it within like two, three minutes so your brain can't engage with it and see how that speaks back to you. Like you know, like and when we're looking at it, we're not going, Oh God, I'm not doing any of those. It's not about that. What's going, God, that's interesting. I actually probably am expressing a lot of those. But maybe if there's ones where I feel tender around, they can be the ones then that I can take to whatever other practice I might do then as well. Mm. Does that help at all, Bibi?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. that because for me, things can sometimes shift as well. So, you know, this practice of um, looking at photos of yourself so yes throughout the years that's something that never resonated with me across the years like any time for like nearly the guts of two decades people when they say that like i'll like, pull out the photos and i'm like, there was no aversion either but it was just like <laughs> so, but there wasn't any massive shifts And then over the last year, this is the go-to mechanism Mm -hmm. for me. When I feel I'm letting myself down, I'm too harsh on myself or I'm doubting myself or, you know, I'm like, who am I to bring that through? Or who am I actually? Like I take those pictures out and especially the younger years And words, like you said, like, come to me. So things, it's it's interesting how they can change, right? So trusting that Mm -hmm. sometimes it's also a timing thing. It's, like, literally, like, that's obviously the access point at this point in my life through it where it wasn't beforehand, you know? And then also what works for me is, like, and that was sort of it's the flip side that has worked for me usually in the in the in the earlier stages of my life it's not necessarily access point i use now but it's the negative so what's not me it's really like mm. growing up still in that time where you're trying to figure out what job you're gonna take because that's sort of like what everyone's talking about and and people are always like yeah i want to become this and i want to do this it's like, I don't know, I, like I know what I don't want to become. And I know what I don't want to be, you know? And so like through a huge chunk of my life, I I feel looking back, I stayed in touch with my authenticity by being really clear of what's not me, what's not my priority, what's not my value, what is sort of not the vibration, the resonance that, 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 that sits mm-hmm. with me. I couldn't quite define specifically what, what job it is or how I want to really live my life but I knew when something felt off and actually now looking back it's been a really good school because even though I might not be able now to solve it, but I know when something feels mm-hmm. off in terms of authenticity, you know, I, I know when I'm not there and as a result when I have no access to that creativity coming through, it might be months of work as you know, well, mm-hmm. all my calls you like, ah, <laughs> of feeling stuck. Um, but I find it's also really, really soothing, at least for my nervous system, to know that's why I feel like that. I can't solve it, but I'm, I'm just out of alignment. I'm like, you know, um, and that's when I can be a little bit more forgiving to myself than as well in terms of then creativity, what comes through, what doesn't come through, because I just don't feel aligned with it. And then also, I think a little bit comes with experience as well, right? When you've been around a long time, you know, you go through those phases where you just feel supremely disconnected from yourself and, and, and no meditation and no yoga practice and all the usual tools you can throw at them uh, throw them at them <laughs> at the issue and I've done that uh, is sometimes getting you out but knowing that that's how it feels can really be soothing so that's sort of you know wow. like the working with it so mm. things can shift sometimes tools that didn't work might work for you sometimes by excluding something that can help you get in touch with mm. like who you are um, yeah so
0: that they sort of my experience. I'm going to throw one more in because I was thinking about photographs but as you're talking I'm like even just for those listening at this moment what age did I lose my authentic ex- expression, mm. authentic expression and just listen to the first number that comes up and if you go back to photographs before and after just notice what do I notice is maybe different like because when I do that there's very distinct difference and then parts of me will go wow. back to that little space when I'm sort of cocooning or hiding. So I know the little tiles and I'm like, oh, there it is already. Do you know, like, so, but it can be a night and not an, you know, when we do these things as to go with compassion with ourselves and non-judgment and just going, I'm just being curious to see what's here when I'm ready as well. Like, cause sometimes doing photograph work for some people is so it brings up so much because you're looking into the, the idea is to look into the eyes of that younger you and really connect with that age, like, and even that just, you know, sometimes it's to be clothes or just the hairstyle will bring up loads of little memories, like, but a nice one is just sort of noticing and and you'll see sort of, oh, that's shifted or that's what's different or there's no colour or bigger clothes or there's no, actually no photographs. Possibly, you know, like, because I, I wouldn't go in front of one or something, but it can be nice just to explore as well. Mm. Yeah. I love that. So, my dear, will we wrap up today's episode? Yes. So, thank you, listeners, for staying with us. We really appreciate your time and your mm. energy. Um, go gently into the week ahead. Take and digest what you need at this stage. Always just, uh, just nice to check in with yourself, your needs, as we've been chatting about in the last few episodes. Just tune into your own needs physically, mentally, and emotionally over the coming week. We look forward, as always, to hooking in with you next week again. And as, if you wish, leave us a little review, your little five stars on wherever you listen to the podcast. If you enjoy us, um, it just helps with visibility and we'd really appreciate it. Um, thank you, Bibi thanks Rosaline and thanks everyone for
1: listening um also if I don't know about you but I'd love to hear if anyone has any stories around you know anything that we actually talk about so if there's anything you want to share that maybe by listening to the podcast has you know uncovered for you or even totally independent from the podcast but just like insights around this um and we always treat that in total confidentiality you know um but it would be just a lovely way to connect to y'all because we can't see you obviously in during these times um so yeah and you can send that to definitely my email yeah. I don't know yeah. yep. the website will email.
0: be in the show notes so just yeah. click on the websites if you don't know us and drop us an email definitely yeah, yeah. Love, yeah. Love, love love stories yeah. <laughs> Right. so bye <laughs> bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dalman if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on Instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites Dmond.com and thethirstysoul.com.